In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with my co-host Jack. Jack, how are you? I'm good. Um, looking forward to this game. It's a massive moment in our season. If we can get a victory in each of these two, we're bound for one place and one place only. Playoffs! Yeah, it's game day today. It's a massive game. We get the third win in a row. And you, you, n- you never know what. It could be playoffs. We could be talking playoffs. So, guys, this is a huge, huge game. And we have got the number one Texas fan in the UK, Josh. Josh Clayton, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, Paul. Doing good. I'm glad to be on the show. Excited. Looking forward to the game. Well, yeah, Josh, thank you very much for your time. Um, so, tell us, mate, you're in the UK. Why the hell are you a Texans fan? Uh, I think that the, the main thing for me was as I as I was getting into the NFL, there was the it was at, I think it was the Browns game, um, and it was the the clip of Brian Cushing where he takes his helmet off and he and he headbutts the guy and his face is covered in blood and that that was really hardcore kind of football and that that's where I picked my team and I was like these are the guys I want to root for and it's it's that defense that we've got that that kind of identifies us that's kind of why I've always been a Texans fan. It's not nice that you're bullying the Browns guys, there, mate. Uh, All right, excellent. And um, uh, have you been out to see a game at all? Not over to Houston or or over to the States to see a game. I do. I go to the International Series um, every year. So I've actually seen everyone in our division except the Texans. But fingers crossed we we get over soon, sooner rather than later. I think if I go the the next year, I go is probably going to be the fifth or the sixth time that I've seen the Jags and they're starting to get a bit sick of me wearing my Texans gear around there. <laughs> yeah, and what's your view on that? Do you think that um, we could ever have a, uh, a London team, NFL London team, playing every uh, other week? I think it's, it's one of those where it, it'd be good to have it, but the way I always see it is the, the logistics of getting everything set up over here and playing eight games in the UK and eight games over in the States is always quite difficult. And, and establishing a fan base is one of those things. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if I if we were to get a London team, I wouldn't switch from the Texans to support them. I, I'd stay a Texans fan. You know, yeah, I I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not Jack, what's your view on that, mate? Would they're, you? Uh... They've been the sort of team that you'd have as a second team. That if they're sort of in the other conference or you're not playing, then if they're sat there, say playing, say it's the Saints versus mystical London team, I'd go. If they're on, I'll be going, I hope they win. I'm not going to get a jersey and start rooting for them. But at the same time, I'd keep an eye on them because I'd probably be heading to at least one of their games each year. And uh, yeah, you'd have some sort of, you'd keep an eye on them at least. Um, I wouldn't care anything about them. Mate, I could argue you don't even keep an eye on the Browns, but that'd be really cheeky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jack, I'll give you that one. No, come on, mate. I'm on on line 24-7, mate. I know more than you. 
Ask me one question about the Browns. Go on, mate. Do it now. What's the name of our long snapper? Sorry, mate. The line went bad then. Uh, Josh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so tell us, mate. I'm Googling it now quickly. Um, so yeah, so Josh, tell us, um, what are you willing to do for the Texans to win the Super Bowl? I want something crazy from you. I want you to put the UK NFL fans on the map. What are you willing to do? Oh, it's, that's a tough one. I think, I, you know, if we're to win a Super Bowl, you know, if it, there is a divisional matchup next year down in Wembley, if, it's, if we're not coming over again, I, I'll drape myself. I'll paint myself in, in the, the Lone Star flag. I'll, I'll wander straight through, you know, the Jags team bars. I won't, I'll take all my clothes off if, if we win. I'll be a happy chap. I'm, I'm, I'm gunning for that kind of Super Bowl run this year. And, you know, if we do, then next year at the Wembley Games, it's going to be bragging rights to the Texans. So anything's game, to be honest. So, like, what body part are you willing to give up? What? The question is, what body part am I not willing to give up, to be what? honest? I think there's, there's only one bit I wouldn't give up. But, What's that, uh, mate? Yeah, that's the, uh, you know, the, the manly bits. Anything else is fair game. You can take what you want, but my, uh, my pride and joy I won't give for that. Right, so you're willing to chop your head off, but not your manly bits, yeah? That's that's the one, yeah. <laughs> UK fans are so much more committed than the Americans. Americans, are you listening to this? We've had two people in the UK saying they're willing to chop their heads off for their team to win the Super Bowl. I want more from the Americans coming forward. All right, excellent. Um, so tell us, your season so far, what's been going on? So the first three games, um, very difficult. Really, really struggled, I think. Um, offensive line was poor. Even the play calling. I, I mean, during the first three games, a lot of people were saying um, Bill O'Brien should, should step down. I personally had a, had a view that he, should, you know, he shouldn't be calling so many offensive plays because O'Brien runs our offense. So that, to me, I thought we... Deshaun Watson didn't look like he did in the original, like in, in his debut kind of season. I think he was still kind of struggling, a bit worried about getting hurt. So the, the first three games, you know, when you go 0-1-3, you're always worried that you know your season could be done if you if you lose maybe one or two more in a row. But I think we've picked it up. We've 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 dusted ourselves off. We've won eight in a row now. Um, you know, it's the first in NFL history after going 0-1-3. So I'm pretty pretty chuffed with that. But you know we've got. I think like like we were saying before, the schedule was very easy. But I think this game and the the Colts game are the two ones that we're probably going to struggle with. Okay, Jack, what's yeah. your views on the Texans, mate? So the Texans set a record. Uh, it's never been done in the NFL before to lose the first three and then go on an eight-game winning streak. Um, mm-hmm. I think. With the Jaguars last year, lots of people called them one-season wonders because they had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Um, and Warren Sharp had the Houston Texans comfortably as the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Um, and I think there's benefits to that. That is it all sustainable and things? Who knows? Um, you, you've seen some improvements. So their O-line is vocal. But... Uh, the one thing they've managed to change up is uh, they've managed to get them good enough to work in the uh, run game. Even though they're struggling pass protection, they're doing a really good job in the run game. So uh, it is something to keep an eye on this game. Um, our defence should be able to shut down the passing game and get some pass rush going. But when they're uh, running the ball, if they get ahead, 
they, they have done a decent enough job recently of running the ball. Yeah. And um, what players should we be looking out for on uh, Sunday, Josh? I think for our side, um, if Kiki Kuti is, is available to play, he's definitely one to look for. You know, when Will Fuller went down with the, with the torn ACL, um, Kuti stepped up quite a bit. Um, obviously, Hopkins is always, Hopkins is the best receiver in the league uh, for me. But the, the problem that we get with Hopkins is that he gets double teams quite often. So that kind of opened up an avenue for over receivers to make, to make plays. But yeah, I, um, I think the main thing we've got to look for is, is our defence, JJ Watt, uh, Jadavion Clowney making the plays and, and put, bringing that pressure to Baker Mayfield. Because I think the past two games, Baker Mayfield's played really well, but the, the, he's not come up against a defence that's got as many sort of, as, as much talent as we've got on there. Yeah, I think this is something that I'm really concerned about. If I'm correct, you've had, over the last two games, you've had something like, was it, loads of sacks, hasn't it? It's been oh, a crazy, yeah. Yeah. A crazy amount of sacks. And our, um, yeah, our O-line, to be fair, has, has been protected and well over the last two games. But this, we've been against some really average teams. This is going to be a massive test for us. Yeah. The, the interior O-line's done a... Uh, Really good job for us all season, more or less. Uh, the trouble is then tackles. And obviously, when you've got Watt, Clowney, Merciless running, they're going to cause trouble. Obviously, it's helped now with Kitchens in because we're going to throw the ball a lot quicker, which obviously gives less time for any pass rush coming at him. Um, but I, I think it, it's going to come down to that battle of our O-line versus your pass rush um, matched up with... Um, our pass rush versus your O-line. And I think that's really where the game's going to be won or lost. Demarius uh, Thomas, keeping an eye on him in the uh, red zone. I'm not too worried about him outside the red zone, but in the red zone, he seems to be making a few plays. Um, Demarius Randall's questionable, um, which could hurt us if he's not back fully fit. But uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a really, really interesting matchup. And if, if, if we can look competitive and, even if we lose this, but we're really close to winning, gives us a really good shot um, of sneaking in um, and running the table in the last four. But if we can pull something off, um, it shows we're good enough to match up against anyone. And this is sort of Greg Robinson's future on the line in this game. If he has a bad game, his days as a starter in the NFL are over um, after this season. So uh, he's going to be playing for his uh, future. I don't know about that, Jack. He's... He's played well the last two games. He could have an off day on Sunday and he's still got a good career ahead of him. No, um, he, this is his sort of last chance saloon. Um, he's he's had opportunities and he balled out. Hold on one second. Um, and the last two teams we played didn't really have anything that special. Um, if he gets eaten for breakfast, then we're going to be looking to draft in an O-tackle at the end of this season. So we're going to be done with him as a starter. He might have a solid career as a backup, but he's not going to be a starter in the NFL. Uh, left tackle. Yeah, but he's st- yeah he's had two good games. If he has an average game, we've who else are we going to pick as a left tackle for the last four games? Oh no, he, he's got to the end of the season. If he has an average game, then he's he's fine. He's got a long term future. I'm saying if he gets destroyed for breakfast, the way Harrison was giving up three or four flags. Um, if he gets three sacks and three flags, then. Yeah, he's, we're definitely replacing him at the end of this season. Or he might move to right tackle, but his days as a starter at left tackle in the NFL will be over. 
And Josh, what are you more scared about, our offence or defence? I think Miles Garrett is the one that scares me quite a bit. Um, our offensive line has been has been poor um, throughout the start of the season. For even now, it's it's improved marginally, but we've got when you've got players like Julian Davenport giving up penalties constantly. I think if Miles Garrett can get through and put the pressure on Watson, and you know if he gets a couple of hits, because Miles, Miles Garrett has been playing at, like lights out every time I see him. Um, but my worry is anytime you know our offensive line starts to to struggle or buckle. It's that kind of worry in your mind that Deshaun Watson's going to go down again and get injured. I mean, when you, it was the Jacksonville game that we played and he played with like a, a partially collapsed lung. So he's out there, he's taking the hits and you could see it last, last game against the Titans. He was running the ball, but he, he's taken a lot of hits and it, it's worrying when that is your franchise quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Jack, um, were you a big um, Watson fan? Um, I personally didn't want him at the Browns. I, I fear having a quarterback that is uses mobility in that way as much as he does for the pure reason of I don't think they have a long 10, 15-year career in the NFL. Um, and if you see with Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes has got all that in his locker but doesn't use it. Um, and I think the reason why they don't want him to use it with the Chiefs is because you start getting them hits, then you're out for the season. And I'd always prefer to have a quarterback that they might want to sort of run out and make a play, but they're not taking the risks he does. And Wentz as well, in the same way, took a lot of risks when he was uh, starting off. Um, and I just, I don't want that risky style quarterback. Any other position, I'm happy with the risk taking, just not at that important position. Okay, great. And guys, anything you want to discuss before we go into predictions about the uh, lineup? Uh, not off the top of my head. I'm all good, yeah. Good, good. All right, good. Well, look, Jack, what's your score predictions, mate? Um, I'm going to go 31 to the Browns, 28 to the uh, Texans. Wow, mate, you're going for a real high-scoring game, mate. I think, I think it really will be a high-scoring game. I think you're going to see a lot of points. Um, Cynthia Freeland, Freeland is predicting a six-point um, win to the Texans, and that's also what the spread is as we record at the moment. Josh, what score are you going with, mate? I had the Texans winning 31-27. to 27. Again, I think it's going to be an extremely close game, maybe like a, a fourth-quarter kind of decider. I don't think anybody's kind of going to go up too big um, throughout the first three quarters, I think this one will be decided very late, last few plays. Well, it's oh, a short... going 20-21 to the Browns, as uh, you did for the first 10 games this season. Well, I've looked at some of the stats, I've done a bit of research, and it's, uh, it's a short week for the Texans. So, um, yeah, I've decided to go with Browns 21 and the Texans 20. <laughs> <laughs> You're so original. I got a laugh out of you. Um, so yeah so uh, no mate it's going to be a close game I think the Browns are going to win I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as you make it out to be and that's why I think somewhere around the three touchdowns each with we just nicking it a little bit I think that's going to be the score but it's going to be the biggest tough toughest game I think it's going to be very close throughout the game so um, I think it's going to be one try another try from the other side it's going to be very tight throughout the whole game 
touchdowns, not tries, mate. It's not rugby. That's mate. I've had a few drinks. Sorry, mate. You're all good. You're all good. Yeah. And I, I think the tech, uh, the um, Panthers game next week will be even harder than this one. Even though the Panthers aren't on a good run, I just I don't feel as good about that game. Um, I just think it's the risk Cam Newton has um, as a mobile quarterback, and Christian McCaffrey's having a year. So um, no. It wouldn't surprise me, though. It is a take for the Texans this off-season. I've got them as my favourites to sign Lev Bell. Josh, how do you feel about that, mate? I've, I've heard the rumours. You know, I've, I've had a look myself. Um, I think when you've got a talent like Lev Bell on your team, you can't... Anything that's happened off the field and this whole issue of, of him holding out his contract, that kind of gets just kind of brushed aside when you look at the talent that he's got. But at the same time, I think with Lamar Miller's ha- having a couple of good games. He's starting to, to find his pace. Um, the the ninety-seven yard touchdown run that he had last last week showed that he's got the ability to make you know big plays. So I could see it, but I think we need to pay. We need to spend our money on, on signing Jadavion Clowney to a long-term deal and maybe keeping Tyron Matthew as well. The rumor is you're going to franchise tag Clowney. It looks like yeah. Um, so, uh, Ties him up for a year. There's the big debate going on. Is he a linebacker? Is he a D-end? And uh, there's rumours that they've been using him and putting him a few more linebacker snaps this season just for the pure reason of uh, saving themselves a few million with a different designation. <laughs> yeah, my prediction is that um, it's a bit of a safety net, this quote, is that if we, we may lose against the Texans, and if we do, we're going to win four games afterwards. So um, this is a real tough game for us. Yeah. And I disagree, I disagree with what you said about the Panthers. I think this game is harder than the Panthers. I think the key thing is, if we win all five, I'd say we've got a good chance of getting in there. If we win four of them five, um, then it's toss of a coin and we're going to need a lot of luck to come in our way. But uh, no, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, fingers crossed we get the win here and uh, we not have to worry about it. But if we don't, it's not the end of the world. We did a whole show, Jack, on the chances of us getting to the playoffs, looking at all the teams, and after that you're saying it's just a flick of a coin. I disagree. It's all about Kessler coming in for the Jags, overperforming and saving us in Sashi Brown true style. That's my, uh, that's my thing. We're going to go to the playoffs. That's why I'm Kessler. saying luck, because you and Daryl Ryder were relying on a the Jaguars running the table with Cody Kessler at quarterback. Is he still starting on the weekend? Yeah, I think he'll be an improvement on Blake Bortles. Don't get me wrong, but he's he, he's not quite Tom Brady. And Hyde's starting for them as well, I think. Going uh, to be taking a lot of the snaps this uh, Sunday as well. Well, if they want someone to rush for two yards, he's the best in the business. <laughs> oh, excellent. And Josh, what do you think? There's five more games left. What do you think the Browns are going to do for the last five games? I think, again, like you said, it, it depends on if you, can, if you can get a win here against the Texans. If you can beat us, you've got that momentum going into the next five games on a, on a winning streak. Um, I, I personally, I don't see the Browns making the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe win a few more, but I think you'll miss out on the playoffs. But and from, from what I've seen the last few seasons, it's a massive improvement, you know. 
building building around Baker Mayfield. You've got all the different kind of pieces slotting together that are that are making you a, a competitive team again. And I, I think there's a there's a good future for the Browns going forward. Not this season, but maybe the next season or the next season after that, you'll be a playoff team. Yeah, I, I think we did on Thursday uh, our show looking at the playoffs, and we had the Texans marked up as winning the uh, your division. Um, but I yeah. think the Colts are one that they could be the sneaky team that um, sneak into the playoffs and actually have a really good run. Um, I just They've got that O-line down to a T and uh, Lux back to his ability. Um, Hilton's awoken and uh, it could be one to keep an eye on in the future. You're going to have a fight for uh, a couple of years with them guys. Oh, excellent. Josh, where can we find your details? So the... Texans page on Facebook, um, UK Houston Texans fan club. Uh, that's where you'll find the majority of all of our like uh, UK based fans. A couple of guys from the States are over there. Um, Twitter at Texans UK is, is the main sort of official channel for any sort of Texans related news and for all our UK fans to kind of get into discussion on there. Yeah. Um, how many uh, UK fans do you think you've got? I'd say we've got a couple of hundred, um, you know, five, five, six hundred is around what we've got in the group. But when, when it's, we're starting to grow. The first kind of few years that I went down to Wembley, there wasn't that many, but there was the more have gone. I think we've got in England, Britain, we've got about 500 to 1,000. 500 we've, we've recognised and 1,000, um, uh, yeah, that uh, are hidden. It is a question, Paul. Brush up on your knowledge. Do you know why I love JJ Watt? Because what he did for charity after the hurricane. Even bigger than that. Even bigger than that. And me and you will both appreciate this with him. He sports Chelsea. Yeah, buddy. He's a Chelsea fan. <laughs> um, That's a fact of the day. Well on there. See, mate, I know my NFL knowledge. I always pretend I don't know. I hold it back just to make you look better, Jack. That's all I do. Josh, <laughs> a football fan? So uh, no, I'm I'm not a, a big uh, UK football fan. Every now and then I'll follow my local team, Preston North End, but it's mainly NFL for me. Excellent. So there we go, American listeners. Not everyone supports soccer in the uh, in the UK, and some people don't support soccer like the NFL. So uh, you, you, you've got the a real big market covered. I've been playing a bit of a football manager recently and started a uh, MLS save. So uh, I went with Atlanta. They've got a really good team. So uh, just uh, in the playoffs and uh, on the way. Uh, it's not a Cleveland team. I know you've got Columbus, but it wasn't near enough. So uh, Hang on a minute, mate. I went with Atlanta. Why have you not gone with Columbus? Because it's not Cleveland. If I'd had Cleveland in the name, I'd have gone for it. I'm a Cleveland man. I'm not an Ohio man. Oh, Jesus. You're going to upset some people tonight, mate, with that comment. Mate, there is actually a football team in Cleveland and they're going to send me over their scarves and we can go and wear them at Chelsea. They're not in the MLS though, so they've only got MLS teams on the uh, football manager. But uh, no, that's just a, a little taster for any football manager fans out there. Um, I love this stuff. All right, guys, look, we need this win today. It's such a pivot point of our season. Let's forget about going for the draft, best position. Let's try and get as many wins as we possibly can, attract the best coach we possibly can, and uh, yeah, let's do this. So guys, today is 
change is coming. Thank you.